Hey there, my friend, and welcome to another episode of the Mark Struchowski podcast. Before we get into the podcast episode today, I want to invite you to head on over to my website, overwhelmsucks.com. Yes, you did hear that correctly, overwhelmsucks.com. Pick up my free guide, 10 Quick Ways to Conquer Overwhelm. I know that when you're overwhelmed, the last thing you want to do is read a long report, so I intentionally made this free guide simple to read and most importantly to implement so get your free guide 10 quick ways to conquer overwhelm at overwhelmsucks.com wave wild is a tiktok marketing and trends expert she has helped over 500 clients grow their tiktok accounts through consulting and coaching with a community approach She specializes in helping business owners use the app as a social media marketing tool to generate more leads and sales. Also known as a queen of trend alerts, Wave has built an audience of over 331,000 followers while reporting on TikTok culture and trends. Wave, welcome to the show. Hi, Mark. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited to talk about TikTok. Well, I'm excited you're here to talk about TikTok because I saw a Gary Vaynerchuk keynote about three weeks ago, and he said something very stunning. He says there's three platforms that are underpriced with attention. One of them, number one is Facebook pages. They are making a comeback. Number two is YouTube shorts. And number three is TikTok. And I'm like, I follow this lady on TikTok named Wave Wild, <laughs> and I'm like, I got to get her on the show. I reached out to you, and you said, yeah, I'd love to be on your show, and here you are, because I think regardless of who your target audience is, you got to be on TikTok. Yes, all audiences are on TikTok now. You know, some people still like to think that it's just for teens, but that completely changed during the pandemic. And millennials and Gen uh, Gen X are the fastest growing demographic on TikTok. Now, I have been seeing a lot of videos because I love the algorithm on TikTok that really gets to know what you want to look at. So I'm wanting to learn on TikTok. So it's sending me all this feedback on TikTok. And they're saying now that TikTok is becoming the new search engine. Yes. So that was that news was released a few months ago. It's very, very exciting. I love it. So TikTok is actually trying to compete with Google to be the search engine for Gen Z. So you definitely want to be incorporating SEO practices into your video content. There's a number of ways that you can do that we could talk about. But yes, they are finding that more and more users are using the search function in TikTok to find specific content. And I have found using TikTok every day myself, and just to put it in the context for the audience, I'm a 57-year-old solopreneur, and I am on TikTok. I'm spending about an hour a day creating content and pushing out on content two or three times a day, adding value. I don't dance. I'm not super creative. It's just me giving productivity tips. I don't have a creative molecule in my body, so I'm just trying to share my knowledge And I was sharing with you before we started, I have 903 followers. I have not done anything trending. I have not done anything, you know, crazy, like weird trending dancing. I don't use trending sounds because I have a business account and I have 903 uh, followers. And I heard the other day or last week that people who hit the magic 1000, I want you to tell us what the magic 1000 big thing is. It's a minority of people on TikTok. So if you reach a thousand, you're in an elite club, are you not? 
Yeah, so 1,000 followers is the first milestone for most people on TikTok because that allows you access to your link in bio. That's that website field that every business owner wants because then you can drive traffic to your services or your offers. So there's actually two types of accounts on TikTok. There's a creator account and there's a business account. Now, if you are on the business account, you can actually get that link in bio earlier if you submit some business information and verify your business with TikTok. They just want to see that you're a legit business owner and not a bot or a spam account, but you can get that a little bit earlier. Yeah, I did do that and I do have the link on my web on the TikTok profile. Now, something interesting, I want to know the truth from you, okay? I heard that TikTok doesn't want you to say link in bio, go check out my podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Is that still a thing? That is definitely a thing. You have to be very careful with link in bio language. We know 100% that you cannot type the words link in bio in your comment section. So if someone asks you, where can I get it? Or how do I get it? And you respond with link in bio, it will actually look like it is uh, that you see it on the screen, it will look like it appears. But if you go look at your your account comment sections from another account, you will see that it just disappears and it doesn't show up and it looks like, you know, (laughs) you didn't respond to the comment. So that kind of comment suppression absolutely exists. Why TikTok has done this, I've tried to uh, ask them these questions. I have not got a clear answer. So if you are going to say link in bio, you also want to be careful about that in your videos using that terminology. So what most people do in the videos and in the comment section is they misspell the words link in bio. Sometimes they just use other language like check my profile or a great thing. What I'm recommending now is to do a quick screenshot of your link in bio, show that for like one second at the end of the video, just point to it or circle Uh, it with a sticker. So it's super, super clear where you want people to go. That's interesting. That is incredibly interesting. But I I can tell you when I find a TikTok influencer like you, I, I don't know if I'm unusual or if most people on TikTok do this. I will go to your profile and your link will be there anyway. So do you think that most people are doing that anyways? I think most people get it now, like where to go find things like to to tap on that link. So I don't actually say it too much. I might use a sticker. Now, I'm not sure if you're using TikTok stories. They're very similar to Instagram stories, but we don't have that click, you know, clicking button in the Instagram stories uh, on TikTok stories. So there I will use more stickers that say link and bio, that type of thing to help, you know, drive traffic. Do you think that's coming because it took a long time before Instagram gave it to people with less than 10,000 followers, then they rolled out everyone? Or do you think TikTok is going to say, no, we don't want you sending people off the platform. We'll give you a link in your bio, but we're not going to give you links in the stories. What are your thoughts on that? I mean, it would be amazing. However, if they, you know, we have TikTok ads with the ads platform, you can get clickable links in your videos. Maybe that's coming to stories as well. Then they would give that clickable links. It would be amazing if they, you know, we didn't have to do ads, but 
probably not coming, I would say. And you know, it doesn't really make sense because TikTok is one of the few platforms as well where you can link directly link your Instagram and your YouTube profile like in your profile, people can tap on those buttons and go and visit you on your other social platforms. So why would they do that if they don't want people to leave the platform? So it's a little bit confusing. We we don't really know. So you just you just have to be a bit careful. Good point. Here's my question for you. Next question. Now, I, these are not scripted. I, she's talking. I'm coming up with these questions to help the audience. Yeah. So I heard that TikTok really wants you to shoot, edit, and post within the app. My problem is I got big fat fingers. So what I do is I use a third-party app called Filmic Pro. Costs like sixteen dollars mm-hmm. on the Apple iStore iPhone. The app, the iPhone Apple App Store, whatever it's called, who cares? You know what I'm talking about. And what I do is I take a video on my iPhone vertically, and when I'm done, I go into iMovie and I really edit really tight because I know TikTok likes really tight mm-hmm. videos no pauses. They like jump cuts. And then I upload that video. Now it doesn't have Instagram captions. I know that's a no, no. I do use a third party services for the captions, but I also use TikTok's captions because I see everyone doing that. So they'll have the big captions, the little TikTok captions. What are your thoughts on using the way I do the editing? Because I really have trouble with my big fingers using the in-app ad- editor. Yeah, I personally don't think it's a big deal if you're making your videos outside of the TikTok app. I don't think they're going to punish you in regards to video performance. The benefits of doing the your videos in the app is you get to use a lot of the TikTok effects and it, it can look more native to the platform and sometimes that helps the videos perform better. But those TikTok effects are really popular. There's lots of trending ones. You can get creative with filters and all kinds of things. So there are benefits if you want to incorporate those uh, to do it within the app. But otherwise, there are a lot of people making different types of videos, more highly produced content from in other video editing apps and just uploading, and it's not affecting video performance. Do you think it makes a difference if I have a third-party app caption my video and then I use TikTok captions? I see Gary Vaynerchuk do it. Everyone does it. So we have two sets of captions. I will move the TikTok up to the top of the video because you can move the, the, the captions from TikTok to the top because they're kind of small. The ones I use are enormous, so you can actually read it because... Listener, mm-hmm. if you don't know this, 85% of the people watch videos without the sound on. So captions are really important. But I think the TikTok captions are too small. So do you think I should use both of them or doesn't it matter? I think using both uh, takes up a lot of interface on the screen and it's it's just a lot to look at. I actually personally do not use any captions on my videos. And I noticed that. And that is because I type out all the text. Well, I actually don't type it. I There's a trick where you just use the microphone and verbally dictate and then format the text and it's very fast. And I'm making all my videos in the TikTok app. But so I don't use captions. Now, the reason why I do this is because I like to move text around the screen. I like to make it look very native to the platform. So, and I don't love the captions feature. But yeah, so to answer your question, to use two sets of captions is just a lot of interface. You know, if you're (laughs) already doing your captions somewhere else, I don't see a point in using the TikTok captions. TikTok can already analyze everything you're saying uh, in the video and is taking that into SEO consideration and is taking that into consideration to see that the video is not violating any community guidelines. So I would personally not add two. I would tell clients not to put both of them on. 
Interesting. Interesting. Now you're the queen of new trends. Your videos are really, really short. Very what short. is the length? Because you can go as short as 15 seconds and now you can go up to 10 minutes. I did test this, by the way. I uploaded an eight and a half minute video because I wanted to test it to see if it worked. I took one of my shorter solo podcast episodes and uploaded it. It only got like four views. So what are your thoughts on the length? Is there a recommended yeah. length to you? I try to aim for less than 60 seconds because guess what? That also goes on Instagram Reels. So I'm repurposing content. I love talking about video length. So here's a few things I have to say. If you are new to the app, I recommend shorter videos, even if it's educational content to try to keep it around 15 seconds because people don't know you and you need to build trust with them. Once you have start built, you know, built an audience, you can experiment with longer videos. But when I say longer, you know, that's maybe up to a minute. Because <laughs> here's the thing, watch time is the number one video performance factor on TikTok. So I have so many people who come to me who are not getting a lot of views on their videos, and they're making maybe 45 second videos, and people are watching them 15 seconds. So we look at their analytics, and I'm like, look, okay, people are watching them 15 seconds. That's great. You can get people to watch 15 seconds on your channel. So why don't you make instead of making 45 second videos, try making 25 second videos because that 15 seconds out of 25 seconds will get you more views when you get more people to watch that longer. So, and I also want to point out that different channels can make different video lengths. Now I've tested on my channel, long videos just do not work for me. <laughs> they do not work. <laughs> However, there are some niches and some industries where you can make long videos. So we know there's all different types of content on TikTok. I have seen things like true crime stories, very popular niche. They can make minute long videos. People will follow the storyline and they like listening to these things. Those will work really well. Of course, those Reddit stories are very popular. Those are longer videos because they are stories. Stories do really well on TikTok. So whenever you're doing a story, you can make longer videos because as humans, you know, we're, we're mm -hmm. wired for stories. But in general, I say when you're starting, try shorter videos. And I know that's really hard, but you have to think like, this is not Instagram stories where you can kind of just ramble on. You've <laughs> got to get to the point. Remember, you have to appeal. The way you grow an audience is by appealing to strangers on their For You page. They don't know who you are. So you right. have to get their attention. <laughs> That's what we call the hook. There's lots <laughs> of different ways you can do that. But you have to get their attention and you have to keep them engaged. You have to be entertaining or educational, delivering some value or making them think or making them feel an emotion. And that can be positive or negative. So that is sort of the long answer to like why I recommend making shorter videos when starting out. You can experiment with longer videos as well. But if you're not getting good watch time, you're getting really low views and you look in your analytics at that average watch time, then you have to make them a bit shorter. That's a, I'm glad you explained that because it's very interesting. Cause I know way back in the musically day, it was 15 seconds. Then they went to 30, then 60, mm -hmm. then three minutes, now 10. And I heard they're want to go longer form to compete directly with YouTube, but I'm yes. with you. I'm with you. I think shorter is better. What I actually do. And I actually had a, one of my funniest comments ever on one of my videos. They go, who is he looking at? 
And I, I come and I say, well, what I do is I do a video podcast. And what I do is I take this 15 minute video podcast and edit it down between 45 and 55 seconds. And so I don't elaborate. So if I say like, here's six ways to be more productive, it's just like one, two, three, four, five, six. I don't elaborate like I do in my mm -hmm. podcast because I'm a big proponent of repurposing content. Now, I think it's better to be shorter. But like I said earlier, I have 903 TikTok followers as of today. We just recorded this yesterday, by the way, on October 6th. And I didn't have done anything but just create content. And I'm learning. You always have to have a cover. I never understood the power of the cover. I'd like you to talk about this because when someone explained to me, yeah, if they're just scrolling through your For You page, they're going to see your video. But if they go to your profile, they're not going to have a clue what any of your videos yeah. are. So talk to us about the importance of a cover. Yeah, covers are really important. So this is the a text that you can put on the screen that shows up only on your profile page. When people visit your page, they see the cover or through search. If people are searching, they'll see the cover or finding your video through hashtags or finding your video through a sound. So the cover is very, very important. If you are doing educational content, a lot of entrepreneurs, business owners are making educational content, obviously, because it positions you as the authority figure builds credibility and trust. So then you want to put those covers on because it's a way for people to find information. And you should not give it all away in the cover, right? The cover <laughs> is just to entice you and, yes. and give them an idea of what that video is about so that they will want to watch it. Right. So if I, even through search, if I'm going to search for specific content and I see that there's a cover and it it's, sounds like it's going to be more relevant to what I'm looking for, I'm going to tap on that video and watch it first. Right. And maybe not even watch the other ones. So very important cover. Not every video has to have a cover, but I like to use the same type of font, the same yeah. cover, keep it organized and clean and easy to read so people can basically find information. Got overwhelmed? Then you need to get my free guide, 10 Quick Ways to Conquer Overwhelm. This free guide will help you quickly deal with overwhelm so you can get back to making the impact you've dreamed of. Get your copy for free at OverwhelmSucks.com. One of the most frustrating things I had is when I got the point of, okay, I got to do cover, hit post. Oh, dang it, I forgot the cover again. So now, now it's a habit. <laughs> now I know yeah. what I do is I train myself. Before you type out the description, do the cover. Because I know once I finish the description, I'm going to hit post. So now I'm like, I go to that page where it says cover in the upper right hand corner and description. Mm -hmm. Don't do the description mark until you do the cover. That kind of, it's a, a way for me never to forget. Because with TikTok, once it's posted, the only thing you can do is delete it and repost it. Yeah, and you, there's you cannot, no editing. You cannot go back and edit your posts. Very important point. So I actually use the cover a little bit differently. I do the cover very last. So I have multiple different videos saved into my drafts folder. But right. if it has a cover title on it, then I know I use that as a signal that that is ready to post. Everything ah, has been done. All the okay. editing, the SEO, the caption, the hashtags, the cover, like everything's been done. And that's a signal that that one's ready to post. You know, that's a great idea. I was doing that with TikTok a number of months ago is you can completely do a video captions, what I call TikTokifying it, add the cover, add description, add it to draft. That way, when you're like, oh my gosh, I got to post them on TikTok, you have something in the drafts. I'm so yes. glad you brought that up because that is a really good habit to have. So if you're in a panic and like, I've got nothing, but you got stuff in your drafts, you're good to go. 
Yes, I always recommend batching content, right? It's more time effective. You're all about productivity. Uh, yeah, so batching content, that just means making, sitting down, making a bunch of videos in one, you know, one time and then saving them into your drafts. If you can edit them, that's great. If not, you can go back and edit them and then, you know, TikTokify it and do all the things. But definitely you want to be batching your content so you work a little bit smarter. Yeah, and all you have to do is when you process the video like you normally are going to post it, and instead of hitting post you hit the other button that's not red it's white and it says draft that's all that's the only difference you just have to remember don't hit post hit draft now i want you you alluded now there is a trick though there is a little bit of a trick okay uh so because so many people do this we just we see the red button our brain just goes there we hit post (laughs) if you exit out of the app before the video uploads, it will go back and save into your drafts. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, that's a cool feature. Yes, so try that. You just got to be really quick. You have to be like, oh, no, I hit post. I, you know, minimize, like get out of the app as soon as possible. And then once it you refresh it and open it, it should be back there in your drafts. Good. That's a good trick. Mm-hmm. Now, you mentioned AI earlier. I think... TikTok's AI is incredible because you you said something mm-hmm. I want to I want to go back to because I don't think people really caught it. The AI looks at everything on your video. What's on the video? What is the hidden text? Because now there's this thing where you put a whole bunch of keywords and you drag them to the lower corner. It it checks everything, and I think people don't understand. This is why when you if you're following like golden retrievers, you'll get golden retriever after golden retriever because it knows what you're looking at. And if you go look at something else one time, it's gonna go oh wave mm-hmm. or mark looked at this, and so it's a very intelligent AI. Yes, there's this joke that, you know, that TikTok knows you better than you know yourself. <laughs> it, it does. It works on a recommendation uh, algorithm, which means that it's it's watching, it's noticing everything that you're doing on the app. So if you are watching a lot of dog and cat videos, they will show you more in dog <laughs> cat videos. Now, they will also mix it up a little bit here and there. But if, you know, it's looking at watch time. So if you're even watching something that you kind of don't like... Uh, it knows that you're still watching it and it will still show you more of that content. So that's why, you know, you're interested in learning how to use TikTok. You watch one of my videos, you're going to see more TikTok information come up in on your For You page. Yeah, I, I love that. So let's talk about, I know this is a, a no-no and I, I really want them to hear it from you because you're a TikTok expert. If like I'm a productivity guy. Most of the times I'm talking about productivity, well-being, health and wellness, stuff that makes people better using the wrong hashtag. So if a trending hashtag is like <laughs> organic gardening and I put that in my hashtag, that that really is hurting you, is not? Yeah, that's correct. It's, that's just not the way hashtags work. So they really do two things on TikTok. They help to tell the algorithm who to show your content to, uh, which is why you always want to use relevant ones. Don't use trending hashtags. They don't help with anything. And then they just categorize your content under that hashtag. So if you go to visit that hashtag, you can find your video. So yeah, you definitely want to use relevant hashtags. And you do not want to use any of these hashtags that you might see other people using FYP uh, maybe for, for you page <laughs> FYP viral because it's not really helping you 
yep. to show like who to tell the algorithm, like who should you show this to? Uh, so you want to be specific. And, you know, even with, you know, hashtags, like say maybe you're a personal trainer, even using the hashtag fitness, I wouldn't recommend because it's so large and it's a bit vague. Get more specific, like fitness for dads or fitness for women over 40. Go look for search these words. I'm sure they are there. You'll find smaller, more specific hashtags. 100%. Business or creator account. Now, I was on TikTok just yesterday mm-hmm. and the, looking at the pros and cons. Now, I have a business account, so I don't know what happened because about six months ago, I got the business account and I was able to put the URL in there. I guess they changed it, but I was grandfathered yes. in, but who knows? Yeah. But I can't use the trending sound, but I've talked to people who have grown massive following. They don't do trending sounds. They don't dance. They don't do, they just share stuff. Mm -hmm. And so you can grow a big following if you're providing value. And I think that's what TikTok really wants. They want people to provide value. That's why they're going after Google. Am I wrong? Yeah, they love educational content. So they definitely want more of that. Yeah. So you don't have to do the dances. You don't have to do trends at all. So on the business account, yes, that is one limitation is that you cannot use a lot of the popular music or trending sounds. However, I'm on creator account and I rarely use trending sounds. If you look at my videos, I don't do that thing where people put on a trending sound and turn the volume down to zero. I really don't think it has a major impact in your video performance. It's, it's kind of pointless. So if whether you want to go business or creator, you have to think about your goals. What's important to you. If you really want access to that music, then go on the creator, but yeah, you don't have to do the trends. And there are still a lot of trends that you can do on the business account, especially what I call the POV trends, where that is just dialogue from someone where someone's just saying some sort of dialogue that you're lip syncing and making a joke to those are still available on the business account because it's not music and it's not a, a copyrighted artist. Uh, so there are, you know, there's some other benefits of the business account your, your DMS are open to more people. You can set up automated DMS. Of course you can product tag those types of things if you're selling products. Uh, so again, it's just, it's based uh, on your goals, what you want to do with your account. I'd like to know your thoughts uh, about something Gary Vaynerchuk says. He's got like 15 or 10 million followers on TikTok. The guy's enormous on social media. Mm-hmm. It's like, I want to be like Gary V. Holy cow. <laughs> uh, he's been saying for years, document instead of create. He goes, anybody can find out what you do by Googling it or going to YouTube, but they don't know your story. So what I've been doing is I've been sharing a little bit of my story. Like I'm on this journey to lose 21 pounds and I post that video every Wednesday on TikTok. So what are your thoughts about not just providing value, but also sharing your story? Cause you did mention stories earlier in the episode. Absolutely. So this is why I actually teach with all my clients to create content pillars. That's a very uh, popular content marketing strategy. So you have various themes or topics that you speak to on your page. So it, you're not just posting 100% educational content. People need to go, need to get to know you. TikTok is a personality based app, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, people want to connect with other people. So yes, you do have to be a little bit more relatable, share some of your stories share more about what you value your mission that type of thing so absolutely sharing stories that's a big thing I work on with clients and how to do that frameworks for stories there's lots of different ways you can do it for service-based versus business accounts but you can learn so much from the app by just watching other content creators and what they're doing 
What about promoting? So I've heard that people will promote like a really good post they have to get more views, to get more followers. And I've heard people saying, you don't need that. What are your thoughts on promoting a, a post? Yeah. I mean, the organic reach on TikTok is still better than any other platform. So I'm not huge on promoting unless you have specific goals. And if you had specific goals to drive traffic somewhere, then you should just use the TikTok ads platform. The promote feature on TikTok is very similar to, you know, the Instagram boost feature. Yeah. So the targeting is not super specific. You, you know, and it, it is a little bit expensive. You might as well go all the way and do TikTok ads. So I generally don't recommend it most of the time. Uh, just they make it so easy, though. You know, <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> honestly, honestly, content is king on yeah. TikTok. I say this all the time. I know it's a cliche term, but what what I mean by that is whatever you're communicating in your videos, whatever, however you make people feel, that is the number one determinant in your video performance, depending on how people engage with it, right? Uh, so it's not like using a specific hashtag, a certain hashtag or a trending sound, like that's not going to help you go viral or get you views. They're just strategies. They're just one small piece of the puzzle. But if you think about, you know, the guy who went mega viral for um, drinking the cranberry juice and skateboarding, did he go viral because it was a Fleetwood Mac sound? No, that wasn't trending at the time. <laughs> did he go viral for a hashtag FYP? No, he went viral because people just really resonated with with this vibe and this style and this aesthetic that he had, and it, it made people feel something. So that is things, those are things that you should be focusing on rather than getting hung up on all the strategies, like which trends to do, which hashtags to use, which time to post. Those are all strategies to consider, but the main thing is to think about your content. Mm, very, very good. Now, before we wrap up, I, I, you have so much knowledge on TikTok. Is there anything we didn't talk about? I mean, we could probably talk about TikTok for 12 hours. We could, yeah. I, I, I want to know. We didn't <laughs> talk about live, which is one of the things you get when you hit 1,000. And oh gosh, but, yeah. So is there anything else on your heart that you want to share? Keeping in mind that my audience primarily is solopreneurs, entrepreneurs. Let's, let, let me ask you a different, different way before, mm-hmm. we, before we get that question. Let's say... Somebody's a solopreneur or an entrepreneur and they're listening to this conversation. Thank you for listening, by the way. And they're like, oh man, you know, I've been thinking about TikTok, but okay, Wave has got me convinced. What would you tell them to do, uh, you know, other than the information you gave them today to get started? Because I know it can be very overwhelming. There's so many buttons and features and things in TikTok that be overwhelming. Yes. So, you know, if you are apprehensive, you're not sure about getting on the app. I do suggest you download it, right? You should do this before you join any social media platform and that's do the research. So download it and start researching. Use that search feature and type in your niche or industry and see if your competitors or other community members are already there and watch their content, see what they are doing, how, and notice things like how are they communicating communicating information? How are they hooking viewers in? How are they being entertaining and educational? What are people saying in the comments section? How long are their videos? Are they dancing? Are they not dancing? Are they doing trends? Like, what are they doing? And then think to yourself, does this feel like something that I could do as well? Now, if you hate 
video, being on video and you <laughs> don't don't like having fun, then maybe it's not the platform for you. But I will say it's it's hard to deny short form video marketing. Yes. It's on all these social media platforms. They're pushing it everywhere. But yeah, you want to kind of figure out, like, try to envision, can I do this? Is, can I see myself doing this? Could I do what that person's doing, but maybe do it a little bit better or put my own spin on it, that type of thing. And that's going to help give you like a sense and a feel for if you can be on TikTok, if this is a platform for you. Yeah, I, I'm glad you said the F word, fun, because mm-hmm. people, you're a real fun. person. If you're a business owner, an entrepreneur, a solopreneur, you're a real person. And you're not this professor, boring professor we all had in college or university. So let your true self come out. Have fun. If you want to do a trending video, do a trending video. I mean, just have fun with it. I think when people get overwhelmed they get really tight and they're like what if i do it wrong you're not gonna do it wrong just be yourself just be free be yourself looking for perfection exactly and and this is and this is the last thing i'll say about this this is a a big thing about tiktok this is why i came over there in the first place because i liked the creativity of it and the fun and the casualness of it compared to instagram where it's more curated and looking beautiful and the perfect highlight reel and all that (laughs) tiktok is an app that's also really really huge on authenticity so you don't have to show up on video looking perfect full hair and makeup, a beautiful set. There are people making videos when they lie in bed. There are people making videos when they put makeup on. You'll see tons of videos of people sitting in their car. I actually recommend it. It's the best place to make videos. The lighting (laughs) is awesome. Uh, It's usually fairly quiet enough and it looks more authentic and in the moment. So that's what, you know, TikTok is all about. I do make a lot of my videos just here in my office. It's just quick and easy, but so you can do that, but you can also make videos any which way you want to nobody everybody's looking for authenticity real moments nobody wants perfect one of the things i think that makes tiktok so attractive is back in the instagram days when it's just pictures it was really hot and then mark zuckerberg said stories and lies and Uh reels and and mark zuckerberg he'll never listen to the show i don't care he doesn't have anything original thought. He steals from everybody. And I think that's what makes TikTok so fun. I want this yeah. TikTok now. I don't have that feature. Do you have TikTok now yet? I don't have um, it. I don't have that feature, but I'm I'm not that big on that feature. Really? Uh, okay. It's actually a copy from another app Be called Real. Yes. Be Real. And that, that feature is really popular with teens, the teen market. So I feel like the TikTok now feature is is for the teens because the whole idea is that you get a notification and you're supposed to take a picture with, and it, it takes a picture of your front and your back camera. So it's going to show where, what you're doing in real yeah. time. Now for most adults I know who are working like at four o'clock in the afternoon, all my pictures <laughs> are going to be just me yeah. sitting in front of my computer and my computer screen. That's what you're going to see. Yeah. Um, and it, it, you know who I, I'm kind of like, you know, I'm old school, like who cares what I'm doing at four in the afternoon, but teens, you know, it's a, it's a different thing. Uh, and yeah. I don't see a lot of advantages to using it in marketing ways. Yeah, I think that true. TikTok's trying to dominate a certain market where Be Real hasn't captured yet. Well, you know, about three years ago, because Gary V put this on TikTok and Instagram Reels, that he said if he could create a new app 
he created an app you can only post one time a day and you couldn't edit it. And then Be Real comes out. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. He said, yeah. I wish I would have created an app because he says the problem with TikTok, with all the social media platforms is you can prepare and you can schedule. And you, he goes, yeah, let's capture people in the moment. Because remember, I said about Gary a few minutes ago, documents that I create. He said, I want to see what people are doing in the moment. Now, yeah, some people have boring lives and, yeah. you know, but I think it's kind of fun. Yeah, I, that's one of the things I felt really overwhelming when I first went to TikTok. I'm like, oh my gosh, these people are so creative. Then I realized, no, I just have to be Mark Stuchowski. I don't have to be that yeah. guy or that girl. Yeah, you don't have to be creative. You don't. You don't have to at all. But if you want to, there's definitely the tools there. Excellent. Well, I'm so glad you came on the show. Now, Thank if, you. if you listened this far, you can find me at <laughs> Mr. Productivity on TikTok. But Wave, this is all about you. Where can we find you on TikTok and elsewhere? Yeah, I mean, you can find me all my social platforms, my name at Wave Wild and my website, wavewild.com. It's got all the information. Excellent. Well, I'm glad you came on the show because I, I have this feeling someone listened or watching this episode and they're like, oh, I can do TikTok. So I encourage you, if you do nothing yes, else, download TikTok. Now, one warning, TikTok can be highly addictive. Not for me. Because I have, I'm very disciplined. So you if you're weak, tools. you can spend eons on, on TikTok because it'll feed you endless content. You so you got to be disciplined. You so. can fall down the rabbit hole. So set a timer maybe, right? Isn't that what you would recommend? Maybe set <laughs> a timer. That's one of my tips. Set a yeah. timer. Wave, wow. I thank you so much for being on the show. We'll see you on TikTok. Thank you. Happy TikToking. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Mark Stuchowski podcast. I really appreciate your time and attention. Before you go, I'd like to ask you for a favor. If you have not subscribed to this podcast in your podcast player of choice, would you do that right now? This way, every time a new episode comes out, you will be informed. Second thing is, while you are subscribing, please consider leading a rating and a review. This helps the podcast get discovered. And the third thing, I know I'm asking a lot of you, the third thing is, if you know of someone who can use this episode right now, why don't you just share it with them? Every podcast player that I'm aware of makes it really easy to share an episode. So if you're thinking of a family, a colleague, a neighbor, a friend who needs to hear this episode, go ahead and hit that share button and send this podcast to them right away so I can help them like I helped you. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll be back real soon with a brand new episode.